This, 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 Hi, it's Adam. Hope you're well. Welcome to an extra special podcast download for Fight Week. Episode 15, this time it's for real, featured the one and only Mr. Tony Bellew. He's in action 29th of May at Goodison Park. However, there's quite a lot of other fighters also in action on the same bill. So we thought we'd give you an extra podcast to listen to as I've caught up with a couple of guys that are also going to be featuring on the night. Coming up, Callum Smith talks about media retention from the United States of America. Like people who, you know, I've seen like Dan Raphael and stuff over the years, you know, doing stuff on American boxing, was recognised me, knew my name and stuff, and other American fighters coming over and speaking to me. That was a bit, a bit mm. weird, but again, it's just a compliment to myself that I must be doing something right. So his brother Stephen identifies where Callum's Mundor nickname came from. It was, you know, Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello, and he was Calamundo. And then Calamundo <laughs> got shortened to Mundo as, 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 as he got, not got a bit older, but it was always Mundo and Mundo, and that just stuck with him, really. And Dave Caldwell talks game plan. Game plan, quite simple, is Bellew's going to whack him on chin. This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. First of all, though, time to get to our competition. On our Twitter feed... We've been giving you the opportunity to win a signed pair of Tony Bellew gloves and pair of tickets to the fight on Sunday night. Uh, you must follow our account in order to qualify to win at Fight Disciples. Please do that now because we've got more giveaways coming up in the next few weeks. That's then. This is now. This week's winner is Ian Croft. How are you, pal? Hi, good, thanks. Congratulations. You won yourself a pair of signed gloves and a pair of tickets for the weekend. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, fantastic. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, made up. Are you a fan of Bellew or is there somebody else on the card that you're a fan of? No, Bellew, yeah. Bellew's your boy, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Evertonian, so uh, looking forward to seeing him at Goodison. What's your gut instinct, man? Is he going to do it or what? I think it'll be a tough fight. I do think it'll be a tough fight. If he gets uh, he's got a, he's got a big, uh, big shot on him, so... Um, but, but to be fair, Bellew has as well, so it'll be interesting to see. He gets uh, the first one in and, and uh, see how we get on. Well, I, reckon he'll, I, reckon he'll, I reckon he'll win in 10 rounds. That's my plan. Look at that, get your money on that. Ten rounds, get your money on it. I'll tell you something, it'll be something when he, he walks out to Z Cars at Goodison, oh, won't it? Oh, it'll be fantastic, yeah. Absolutely amazing, yeah. It'd be good to be uh, on the back of the next standing up, definitely. Well done, Ian. Congratulations once again. For everybody else, make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Fight Disciples. There will be more tickets and sign gloves up for grabs next week. Liam Smith is in action, and he's very kindly given us a pair of tickets for his fight at the Echo Arena on June the 4th. Right, speaking of Smiths, let's talk to Callum Smith. He's excited about being on the bill May 29th at Goodison, even though he's a massive red. I knew, I knew it that there was talks for happening. I knew I wanted to be on it, and no, I wasn't added to it late. But I've been asking you know, Eddie and Joe to put me on it for weeks, and I think finally they give in and give me a slot on it. Even that it's Goodison, even that it's Goodison, mate. You're a red, yeah. You? Even though it's Goodison, I'm a red, but it's an outdoor event in Liverpool, and look, they don't happen any often in Britain, and especially in Liverpool. Mm. I think and it's first one for about sixty years, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean, and you know, people still go on about the Nark in the park years ago, and yeah. that won't be as big as the Goodison one for attendance and stuff. So as soon as it was announced, I knew I wanted to be honoured, and well, thankfully I am. And 
it still seems to be selling well and it should be a good night of hard in the weather they'll stays well then it should be a good occasion for the city well I say if the weather stays well there'll be a decent walk up as well mate you could be talking yeah. 30,000 plus on the day man that'll be noisy in there yeah definitely should be great and I'll provide all results go our way and you know, I can get a good win myself my brothers and then obviously Tony Barry can become world champion then it should be a very good night uh, we'll talk about your opponent on the night uh, in a minute mate I just want to talk about uh, obviously since last time out sensational congratulations becoming WBC number one mate that's superb thank stuff you. thank you um, you're now subject, really, to the uh, politics of boxing. First time in your professional career that you've been in this situation. It's a bit of a yeah. waiting game now for you. Yeah, I've just got to sit and wait. I'm, obviously, I've done the main bit, which is becoming a mandatory challenger for the WC title. So I've kind of guaranteed myself a shot, so to speak. But when it happens is another another question. Um, do Jack the champion. He, he has to fight me within so many months but the only way he can postpone it is to have a unification fight so if he wants to do that which I think he's going to with James DeGale and I'll have to wait a bit longer but I'm I'm only young and I'm not really in a rush so if they want to do that then oh, they can do it but I'll still be man to challenge it for whoever wins and whoever does WBC champion so this means I'll have to wait a bit long but I still believe you know I'll win it when, when given the opportunity You've shot yourself in the foot man listen last time out you shouldn't have been so explosive if you'd, if you'd have looked half rubbish you might have got it this uh, maybe in about three months <laughs> Yeah, no, <I> might <laughs> He's going to be dodging man he's going to be running for miles why would anybody get in the ring with you? I don't know he's a good fighter but it's definitely one that I believe I've got to beat him off given the opportunity but well, we'll have to wait and see it might not be him who's the champion by the time I get it so again I've just got to wait but I didn't want to just sit around and wait. I like to keep active, and yeah. well, that's what this weekend's about. I just wanted to stay busy, keep fighting, and make sure I'm improving so that when I do get me shot, I'm a better fighter and I'm ready to take it. Uh, well, Caesar uh, Hernan Renoso is the man that stands here in your way at the weekend, pal. Yeah. Um, well, it's, a, it's a difficult one for you at the moment, isn't it? Because, because you're number one contender for the WBC, this is a case of one, staying sharp, and two, trying to yeah. find an opponent that that challenges you I suppose in a way and that's going to be yeah. difficult for you over the next 12 months yeah I'm in a bit of a weird situation but like I said before I just want to keep fighting regardless of who where and when and no he's not a bad opponent I've only seen bits of him but he's not bad he should come and hopefully he should give me some rounds and you know, give me a bit of a test but so I don't believe I'm good enough to you not know, beat you know, the best fighters in the world then mm. I should be good enough to win the weekend and look good doing it but I've got to be switched on. I can't get complacent. His last fight, yeah. he beat a 16 and 0 unbeaten fighter. So you know he knows what he's doing, and he'll be coming to win and make a name for himself. So it's it's all just about my own performance really, and staying switched on and not letting complacency set in, and just putting in a good performance, which. I feel I'm looking forward to doing so on no, such a big occasion. That's the key thing for you now, isn't it? That switched on thing, that, yeah. more, that just keeping your... I, I know it must be very difficult when you've built yourself up to the world title shot, but now it's just a case of just keeping focus, keeping your eye on off the prize, I suppose, and just just dealing with what's in front of you. Yeah, definitely. Just It's, it's just another fight and hopefully another win for myself. But if there was any form of, you know, taking a mighty, then I think the minute I get in the ring in front of old time, the people at Goodson Park, that'll get me switched on so I'm not too worried about that I've trained well I'm in no very good condition and I think like most of the other fights when, when the bell goes it's it's just another opponent in front of you you don't really realise what's on the line or what's mm. not on the line so I'm confident come Sunday I'm, I'll be able to put in a good performance and hopefully leave my fans happy which 
what's the main thing well if you are a Callum Smith fan and I've no doubt the majority of people listening to this right now are get there early because you know what he's like yeah. this lad he'll, be, he'll, he'll have him done in 30 seconds it'll be done he'll be back he won't even need a shower come on get, get in nice and early um, how was your uh, your little trip to USA I know that you obviously went over to uh, keep an eye on what Stephen was doing uh, against Pedraza yeah. but you were out there as well uh, ringside for uh, the Badu Jack and Lucien Butte fight and De Gale against uh, Medina yeah. uh, did, uh, did the uh, did the USA media at- attention take you by surprise um, a little bit, yeah. Like people who, you know, I've seen like Dan Raphael and stuff to over the years, you not know, doing stuff on American boxing, was recognised me, knew my name and stuff. And other American fighters coming over and speaking to me, that was a bit, a bit mm. weird. But again, it's just a compliment to myself that I must be doing something right. So I would love to be in the girls' position someday and fighting over there for a world title, defending my own. So it was good to be over there and just see it's a bit different. The shows over there, the way they run and the atmosphere and stuff and. It's good to just be around. Well, two world title fights in my weight division, so four of the best fights in the world. So it's good to watch them up close and just start seeing them at the way and seeing them at the fight the next day and stuff. And it was just a good experience all around. And I'll definitely one that I feel I've benefited from. And now I went there believing I can become a world champion. And now I left there feeling exactly the same. I do believe that they are good fighters, but I have got the beating of the both of them. Well worth to do that trip, isn't it? Because it's so different watching it on the TV. Yeah, very different. You no, know, it's anyone will tell you who's been you know, up and sat up closer. You no know, big fight. It's a lot different when you get there than you know, sitting at home on the telly and stuff. So mm. it was good to see. You know, I've seen Badu Jack fight a few times. I've never seen him up close live, and it was just it's a bit different and gives you a better, you know, better look on things. But again, I left there with the same opinion that I went there. You know, they are both very good fighters, the Gale and Badu Jack. And you no, know, I'm not saying they're easy. Like they both very good in their own right and it'd be both be tough fight but I do believe you no know, on me there I'm capable of beating the both of them. You you've already fought in the States, but is there an opportunity maybe over the next twelve months while you're waiting for that WBC shot that uh, you could go out there again maybe to start to build that profile? Yeah, not to be mentioned but I'd love to. And I boxed on a Cowboy Hunter card yeah. in LA a year ago or two years ago and no, I enjoyed that. I was a bit low down on the bill so to be honest now I think I'd be a bit more up near, near the main event but I'd definitely love to do it I enjoy going watching it there and to fight on a show over there it'd be something you know, I'd, I'd still like to do I've done it before but again I'd like to do it in a bit of a bigger more meaningful fight so if that nothing's been mentioned but if I was offered the chance then I'd definitely jump on it especially want to build my name up for hopefully a world title fight which will come next year to be fair, you and Liam could probably go and do that because I know there's a lot of noise about him going yeah. out there, especially after the weekend with the Charlo brothers and Lara and various things like that. You yeah. never know. Could be a Smith invasion of Vegas or something. I don't know, I don't know, that's the plan, yeah. <laughs> Liam's in a very good division at the minute and we've seen the three fights. Yeah. Had his weight division, not three world champions, the other ones in, which is over here. So I think they're all trained by the same person as well. So if any of them wants to have a unification, then it has to be with Liam. So I was in a good position and Bavani comes through. On June the 4th, then I'm sure there should be big fights for them down the line. Just on that, I know that this is, for you at the moment, it's all about the glory, but there is a financial aspect to boxing as well, and America's where the money's at. That's where you're going to make the big, big money. Um, and it must be, again, one of those that takes your breath away when people like Stephen Espinosa are coming over and starting to yeah. uh, have conversations with you about, hey, man, do you fancy coming over here? We can make some, yeah. you know, get, yourself, get you on HBO and various things like that. I mean, that's, that, that's what dreams are made of. That's probably what you watched when you were a kid. Yeah, exactly. You know, I used to watch all the fights when you were a kid and I stay up watching the late ones and people always go on about getting home advantage, which is nice and you know, it does help in big fights and stuff. But, you know, if it was a, a choice to fight to do Jack in England or in Vegas, I'd choose Vegas. It's one of them, it is just where 
know you've seen all the big yeah. fights when you're younger and you know, to be a part of one of them would be unbelievable and that's something that I am aiming towards and something that's not no unrealistic I do believe it can happen providing I keep winning um, there's a great fight uh, domestically coming up in the super middleweight division between uh, George Groves and Martin Murray. Um, yeah. Press conference for that has been this week as well for people that keep an eye on everything. Yeah. Um, it's funny how um, maybe how boxing goes full circle in a period, very short period of time, 12 months or so. Maybe it was people saying Callum Smith um, is looking towards fighting George Groves. Now it's the other way around, mate. Now it's yeah. weird, isn't it, how it's all changed and George yeah. himself is getting involved, shouting it out a little. Yeah, boxing's strange, it can happen. So you've always just got to keep your feet on the ground. One minute you, you, know, you can be at the top, and then the next you're not that no further down, calling other people out. But one of them ago, he said I wasn't ready to fight him a year ago. Now he's calling me out. But now he is a good fight, and so is Martin. I think that's a very good, evenly matched fight. And mm. there's a lot at stake. The winner puts himself back in. I think it's been made the final eliminator. So the winner gets himself another world title shot. I think Groves has had three, mm. Martin's had four. So. Yeah. But the loser, you've got to look where it goes. I think it's a you know, struggle to get back and you know, for a world title for the loser. So there's a lot at stake for both of them and okay to the two of them for taking the fight. And as a boxing fan and as a fellow super middleweight, you know, I'll enjoy watching them. I'll pay close attention to it. No, it'll be a cracker, mate. Uh, listen, just a quick one before I, I'll let you crack on. Sunday, obviously, it's uh, at Goodison. Um, with it being the home of Everton, I spoke to your older yeah. brother, Paul, who's also on that card at the weekend, and he says that he will be sneaking uh, a little bit, maybe of a, of a red flash or something onto his shorts. He's normally, yeah. he goes with the rotunda colours normally. Uh, yourself, you, you change your kit here, here, there and everywhere. Have you got something yeah. lined, Have you got something lined up? Are we going all red, mate? What are we going for? No, I've got no red. I don't, I'm just in the middle of sort of kitten. I've got no red, I don't think, but just touching on that, I was, I was on Twitter today and I've seen David Price's bottles are a, Using you never walk alone Mate, from the ring. So we had Bellewin yesterday. Him, to be with you. We had Bellewin yesterday, right? And he was giving it the big and saying that Pricey, under no circumstances, he's, he's doing it. And he, he allowed him to go away with maybe uh, he ain't heavy, he's my brother, which is a bit of a, you know, it's yeah. a compromise. But if I were, yeah. who's telling Pricey what music exactly, he can come yeah, out with? No, he's a big boy. <laughs> you would still use that cards if it was at Anfield. So <laughs> if David Price is listening, I'm a bit disappointed in him. I thought he's a. I'll stood his ground and used it, but no, nah, it should be a good night. I think it's about boxing on the night rather than football. And yeah, although City's a big boxing city, so they all back their own. So it should be a you no know, unbelievable atmosphere, regardless of on what side of the city you're on. Is your uh, is your walkout, Sam? Is it this? Is this what we're going with? That's the one. Yeah, got to go with a bit of wages there, aren't we, lad? Got to get a yeah. bit of wages there on. <laughs> Tell you something, mate. Callum, absolute pleasure to speak to you once again, mate. All the uh, best on mate, Sunday, pal. You. We'll be ringside lot, cheering mate. you on, mate. All the best, mate. Take care. Uh, you there, mate. Thank you. Bye. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. I don't care what anybody says. He is the most destructive super middleweight on the planet. And he is destined to become world champion. Callum Smith. Ever wonder where his nickname comes from? Mundo? Well... Funnily enough, spoke to his other brother, Stephen, who himself is in WBC's silver title contention this weekend, hopefully retaining his old belt. Uh, we talk boxing, but we also talk nicknames too. A lot of people have wondered, wrong why am I fighting again so soon? And it's just literally because I know I'll be there anyway. I'll be there supporting you know, my brothers and you know, my mates, Barry and Price. You, you might know. as well have a scrap while you're there, eh? You yeah, might as well. exactly. I, I know for a fact I'll be there sitting there close to that and not on otherwise. So, you know, I've just stayed in the gym a few more weeks and then I'll have a little rest after this one. I'll, I'll take Jay and the kids on holiday. Well, with what you just said there, mate, is there a bit of banter be going between all four brothers? Because obviously Liam's not on yeah. this one, he's on next week. Is he getting it? 
Definitely, yeah. But uh, <laughs> we keep laughing with him, saying, you know, about that, this, this belt we're a part of. And, and we just keep standing around saying, listen, I'm, I'm world champion. <laughs> sending me by all those shit up. So he's always got that over us. So, uh, he's always got the trump one card. The wins, one the better. That's it. He's always got the trump card there on that yeah. one. You yeah. Play, you played footy on here before, haven't you? You've done a bit on Goodison. Yeah, it was weirdly enough to come up and on. I'm like, memory things to come on your phone, like Facebook memories and stuff. And they come up, um, yesterday, five, uh, five years ago today. Wow. And it was a, it was a thing you'll say it was on twenty fifth saying like, like a charity footy match just, was it yeah it was like a legends match Liverpool v Everton so we were on the Liverpool side me and my brothers along with the likes of young Robbie Farr and <laughs> John Barnes loads of them all, all top players Ian Rush and Everton were on the same team and obviously played against Everton and Bellamy played for the Everton side I so bet he did yeah bit of a uh, a funny one for us, a good memory considering what's coming up this weekend when they have them charity matches sometimes the stadium's empty mate was there anybody in that day or not. Oh, mate, it was shocker. Full, full one oh, that side on the stand was shocker. Yeah, my nerves went coming out. Like, I don't think I'll be as nervous this weekend. Mate, there'll be a few more in this weekend. They're talking 20, yeah, 25,000 yeah, people. Uh, I think it'll be less nervous though going out for the fight as he what I'm used to <laughs> rather than uh, going out to kick a ball around. Maybe what I went. They obviously, the title of the of the night is the real-life Rocky story. Now, some people yeah. might lo- look at your nickname and think to yourself, it's because of your speed in the ring. It's nothing to yeah. do with that, is it, pal? It's because you're Not named after really a Rocky mean. character. Yeah, on a uh, Rocky Two where he's he's outside and just just wants to move out and he's playing like baseball with the kids in the street and there's a kid there, an old cheeky kid, little bandy legs on him and I'm, he says throw the ball swiftly and my dad just thought I was I looked like him and <laughs> just called me when I was a kid. It was before I even boxed I had the name Swifty, so you know, it was definitely nothing to do with my speed but people sort of latched onto it and sort of m- m- made the you know, the, the the likeness to both and that thing and I was called Swifty because of that Swifty by name Swifty by nature and stuff like that but it was not to do with it maybe it was down to the Rocky film that was it your, your dad's got a lot to answer for with these nicknames mate call him Beefy yeah, Beefy because he was a big yeah. lad yeah. and I always give us them all he's never given one back we'll have to get a good one for him where does Mundo come from? same my dad it was, he just looked at potatoes as a kid and <laughs> he, he was potatoes mad and it was you know Michelangelo Leonardo Donatello and he was Calamundo and then Calamundo <laughs> got shortened to Mundo as as as, as he got not got a bit older, but it was always Mundo and Mundo, and that just stuck with him really. And it was literally from that. You know, the, the, everyone thinks we've got these nicknames yeah. all because of how we fight and everything. It's not to do with it. Before we ever even put the gloves on. Don't ever tell any of Callum's opponents no, right? his, na- his nickname know, comes yeah, after the turtle. He's being turtle mad, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, um, last time we spoke was obviously a couple of days after the Pedraza fight. You hadn't watched yeah. it back. Have you watched it back oh. now and off the back of yeah. it? Have you gained a little bit more confidence because you're a bit down off the back of it? Yeah, I was just disappointed with the result. But, you know, I knew it didn't perform too bad and I knew it gave it everything I had. And I only watched it back last weekend, to be honest with you. The wow. first time I'd seen it back, I went to my mum's house and I watched it and ate my dad. And it was just similar to what I thought on the day. You know, I thought I'd done a lot of things well. I thought it looked very good in part, but I thought the part that he won, it was more down to the fact that things he was doing well and he, he performed well on the day. You know, I don't think he's boxed as well as that. Yeah. Uh, but if, 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 if so, and I think that I haven't been sitting there thinking, oh, what, I was terrible at this, terrible at that. I think the rounds he won, he won, he won because he performed well in them rather than me. You Giving know, him being, a round, being yeah. Bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, obviously there was things I could have done different. There was things I could have changed on the night, but, I know I gave it everything I had, so I can sleep at night with that, know what I mean, and I'll, I'll know that I'll, I'll improve, I will learn, learn, learn a lot of lessons from the fight, and 
I think it'll make me better fights in the future, and that's why I'm still confident I can go on and be a world champion. Well, you're straight back in, title fight this weekend, it's a WBC silver. Yeah, straight, uh, straight back in, yeah. Your, your old belt, mate, straight back in, might as well go and get it back, yeah. Yes? <laughs> may as well, yeah, I thought, no, while it's the big event and then with my belt still there, I may as well go and fight for it and win it back. He's, a, he's an Andy fighter, though. I know he's been defeated a few times yeah. as uh, Brazuela, but uh, he's an Andy boy. You'll have to be on it. Of course, yeah. He, he's, he's a lot sicker than he gets credit for. You know, mm. he throws some unorthodox stuff. He, he's been in the Olympics in the amateurs, you know, yeah. he's an Olympian, so I know he knows what he's doing. And you can see that in him, you know what I mean? It's just been whether you know, his motivation's been there on some nights. But when he comes for things up for a fight, then... He's definitely a tricky customer, and it's one I've got to stay switched on for, but I just want to go in with the same mindset as last time, you know, yeah. all, all as big as what a title fight for you when, 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 when you get to a certain stage, and it, it, it's that way with me now, where I've, I've got to keep winning any, any losses, then, you know, they're just all big setbacks, and I have to come back from, so I need to get a good win, and get me rankings back up, and I can push on towards another world title shot. Well, last time I checked it, WBC, I think you were 15. So you're in the top 15 yeah. there. You win this, obviously, then that'll boost it. This will take you up uh, a, a couple of rungs, mate. Do you think the next yeah. one will be world title, or do you think you'll have to beat somebody in that top 15 to get that shot? Um, either. So if I was offered it next, then I'd jump it, bite your hands off, you know. I'd say that the stayed away. I don't think it took much, you know, I didn't lose much confidence from the yeah. last one. I think it was more down to, you know, in performing well than, than me not really. So I don't, I don't think I've done too much wrong, but... I think if it, if it was offered next, I'd jump at it. But, you know, if they say to me, look, you know, what about the final eliminated against the number one or two, then I'd jump at that too, you know. Mm. And I'm willing, I don't want not for not, and I'm willing to work for it when I get in boxing. And, you know, if I've got to fight the best to beat the best, then, then you know, to be the best, then I will be. But I just don't, I'm willing to do it anyway. I, I want whatever fight to be and whatever fight I can get to, to have the chance of achieving my dream there and being world champion. Well, if you get the shot at Vargas, mate, who is still remarkably the uh, WBC yeah. champion, then uh, make sure yeah. you stay off that Mexican meat. All right, pal, oh, I mate, believe it's contaminated. Yeah, be, be no holidays to Mexico on that trip, I'm telling you. But, I mean, how's he managed to keep hold of his belt with that, with failing oh. a drugs test? And he's still defending it next week. Yeah, I know. He's defending next week, so I don't know. I don't know how it happens. I mean, it wouldn't happen over here. You know, if someone failed the drug test, then that's it. You know, you, you get a ban and yeah. you know, the, the fight's off, you step to your title. But he seems to just listen to this excuse he's come up with that he's it's something he's at all and oh, yeah okay, of course then, it's something you've okay, it's them bumming yeah. drugs that you've eaten that's what it yeah, is well, <laughs> he said it's something I've at all yeah. so they've, they've agreed with him and they've, they've let him keep the belt and he's defending it next so you know it's one of them things it, it, it will obviously be looked into but you know I've just got to uh, just do my own thing and hopefully get up there and get a shot at them and don't need nothing from Mexico in, in the process <laughs> mm. What's, um, I don't, I haven't checked your rankings actually with the WBA because yeah. since obviously we last spoke, we, we spoke about the world champions that were out there and, yeah. you, and you mentioned obviously Uchiyama as, Uchiyama, one, yeah. as one of the top boys, but he got sparked, man. Did you see the fight? Did, did you yeah. want us to check it yeah, out? Yeah, I watched it, yeah. It was on in the day with it being in Japan. It yeah. was only in the daytime and seeing a few tweets, Uchiyama should be knocked out and I was like, oh, that's a shock because it was a voluntary defence fan as I knew he'd, he'd pick the opponent and stuff. And From Panama, wasn't he? Jezreel yeah, Corrales, yeah? From, yeah, Panama. I'd never heard him before. Yeah. I put it on and watched it, watched the video, and it was a good, like, bit of a demolition job. He just, yeah. he landed a good shot and then jumped on him, and, he, he, you know, he, he took his finish out and done it well. He just threw everything he had, and he never let Uchiyama recover it after the first shot. He put him down three times in the second round, and it was over, so that's a big mix-up for the division, and I think a lot of people are trying to go the WBA route now. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to say, shot yeah. Yeah, they've seen this unknown fella there and come through and win the title, so I think loads will be shooting for that one, but... I don't mind what route it is, you know, I just want to want another chance for the world title, and if I get that, I'm confident I can definitely take it. I've just got to do 
The thing is, if you could, if you could get Pedraza to travel and come to Liverpool, you'd, oh, yeah, you'd fancy that, wouldn't you? Definitely, as I said, even on, you know, after the night, I said, you know, it wasn't the fact that I believe he's better than me. You know, I still believe I could beat Pedraza. If we had a it's very small that, margins that fight, man. Yeah, very small. I still think I can beat him definitely, but you know, just little things all. All want no play into each other, and you know he, he performed well on the night, and it was one of them. He, he won. I do think the better man won on the night. I had no excuses, but I do think I could beat him on another night, and it'd be interesting if we did get it, and to see how he travelled and stuff. It would be it'd be, be an interesting one for me to see whether we could get him over here. But I can't see it happening until I've got my own world title. Then I'm not going to get the champions to travel early. Um, I spoke to Paul last week, right? He was on a fishing trip, enjoying himself, catching a few carp and what have you. Obviously, yeah. he's on the he's on the card this weekend, but he has alluded to the fact that he might slightly, just ever so slightly, change his kit for this weekend, mainly because it's at Goodison. He obviously fights yeah. in the Rotunda colours, yeah, but yeah. he says that he might have a little bit of a red flash somewhere along his kit. Is there going to be a little bit of red in yours this weekend? Um, no, I've got red in mine this weekend. Come on, man! Um, what are you playing at? You've missed the opportunity. No, there, I, I, of course, yeah, I was gonna. I laughed about the thing I made boxing there, but I didn't want to be cheesy and think like everyone thinking, oh, look at him because he's just gone there. So I may wait till the fight after and then do it then just to uh, prove my point. I'm a red no matter what, know what I mean? But um, no, it's, uh, I don't know what, what I haven't seen Paul's kid, but I know he, he's definitely in black and gold again. Like. <laughs> it's good to see him back in there as well in that mix. Yeah, it, it is. It's good to see him enjoying it. But exactly, enjoying it. And he looked in fabulous shape in Manchester when I saw him, obviously, knock that kid out very, very quickly. Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's not going to be too far away from getting back in uh, into that mix as well. No, I told you, I told you, no, we just said, look, get back in the gym, start living the life, you know, get, get your training done and get in good shape. Mm-hmm. And then, Go and get a couple of wins, don't get yourself back in the rankings and then you know, we can start talking title fights again. Don't be like you know, he's not gonna go in and start asking for title fights on the back of three losses. So you have to get a couple of wins and you know, he's got one, he's hoping to get another one this weekend. And then we'll progress from there, we'll see if anything comes up. If not, then you know, we're gonna get another couple of wins. But, you know, he, he he's back and doing his job, he he's making his weight and and, and and training in the gym and then getting in and performing and that's what you need to be doing, really, to be, to be making you no know, progression of the rankings. You've got to got to get wins, and he's going out and doing that now, which will, which will put him on, on the right path towards another world title show. This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. Finally, I caught up with the brains behind the Tony Bellew operation and the David Price one as well, Dave Caldwell. Before we talk game plan, we, of course, as tradition now, when me and him get together, we talk footy boots. On, Mon- on Monday, Bell, you were in here, we were doing the interview, we were having a right old crack, talking about various things, your five-a-side came up, his five-a-side came up, and then, <laughs> then, he tells me that his, the boots that he wears for his five-a-side, he has acquired from a certain Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, it's true, he has to do me, do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I, mean, I get a pair of bright orange ones, and he has to get you know, some proper boots from Lukaku. So, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? The thing is, though, right? Um, Bellew only plays with his head, mate. He thinks he's Duncan Ferguson. That's how he goes about playing his <laughs> footies. No point for any boots. I've never seen him, so I can't come back. I, I do hear that he's very good. He, he does play. He's similar to you, pal. It's what what it is. These you boxer lads, you like to play up front, get all the goals. That's what it is, isn't it? Oh, right. Not when you're defending, do you? No, not really. No. To be fair, you two could actually form a decent partnership. He obviously holds it up, you know what I mean, knocks it down. You'd be the little, uh, the, the quick one in and around the box, do the business. Yeah, you never know, you never know. See what happens. 
anyway, back to uh, back to business. This weekend, we've obviously got uh, uh, the, uh, the the real life Rocky story is what it's being tipped as uh, for this Sunday night. Before I talk about Bellew, I want to talk Pricey because I saw him uh, in the media workout on uh, on Monday, and he looks big. He, when I say big, I don't mean like overweight. I mean stacked proper, yeah. like he's been giving it some. Yeah, he's a big lad, mate. He's a big lad. Um, I think, you know, if you look at him in his fights beforehand, um, he, he, he's a tall, big unit, yeah, obviously. But he kind of looks frail. Yeah. Um, very, too skinny, too lean. Mm. Um, not, you know, not the size of a, you know, not the frame on a guy that should be worth the six foot nine. Um, you look at him now, and he looks proper. He looks like a man mountain now. Looks intimidating. Um, I mean, he must be close. Yeah. He must be up near 20 stone, pal, because he looks massive. Yeah, yeah he's, he's about 19 and a half stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, um, I mean, when he, when, he came, when he came to me, he was, he was heavy, a lot heavier than that. Um, and he shifted quite a lot of timber, quite a lot of timber. Um, but, um, you know, the thing is, if you saw, you know, if you saw him on the pads of the workout... Um, he's he's fast with it. It's not yeah. like he's, he's he's big and he's slow. He doesn't look you know he doesn't look slower than what he did before at seventeen stone. Yeah, you know. Um, and so that that in itself is a, a big thing. Um, you know he's he's been he's been sparring 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 at this weight, and you know it's it's not been an issue. Yeah, his, his speed's been there. Um, people are surprised at how fast he is. Mm. Um, well, I was. I'll be honest with you. On Monday, I mean, yeah. when you watch stuff on the TV and compared to when you're actually ringside and watching watching yeah. it, it's totally different. And, yeah. all right, yes, it's only a media workout or what have you, but I watched yeah. him go through his paces and then I yeah. saw him on the pads with you and I thought to myself, yeah. bloody hell. One, yeah. he's hitting blooming hard. And two, yeah. they're coming fast in combinations as well. Yeah. I'm thinking, bloody yeah. hell, this, this could be a really exciting ride now. Yeah. Yeah, do you know, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about working with Pricey um, because... I'm seeing this day in, day out, and um, I've said it before. When he's when he's looking at his program, I'll show him um, videos of you know sparring sessions or bits of pads that we're doing, and he'll go home and and he'll look at them, and then he'll be like, "Wow, that's you know, well better. That's faster. That yeah. you know, I look sharper. I look better." Yeah. And because he's seen it, it's not just you know when we're talking about rebuilding his confidence. Yeah. And, and, it's a belief thing, mind. isn't it? Once you see it, then you yeah. start believing it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so what that is, it's not, it's not just confidence from what people are saying. It's from what he's seen, and then believes. Because then, therefore, it's proper inner confidence. Regarding regarding prices, you were just saying there. How how tricky is it to get the right opponent for him? Because as we saw at the weekend with David Ayer, for example. Yeah. Um, the guy that he fought against, now he's getting a bit of a slagging for So if Pricey goes in there, he's on a bit of a hiding to nothing, really. Because yeah. if he goes yeah, in this yeah. weekend and blows the kid away, people are going to yeah. say whatever, aren't they? Well, originally, they, they had asked us to fight the guy that boxed Chisora. Yeah. Um, a couple of fights ago, Gospic. Um, I saw him, the minute I saw him, I said, you know, and, and even Pricey saw him, and we were like, no, we can't. Even, you know, he's a respectable opponent, but... You know, if Chisora's getting rid of him in, in three rounds or so, then Price is going to win. And it, all it was was a punch bag. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I want somebody that is actually going to throw back. Um, and I want somebody that's, you know, going to give 
Price is a fact where he's got to be switched on, otherwise he's going to get hit. Yeah. Um, because there's no point in us doing all this in the gym and, and, and having improvements and him walking out and throwing one shot and the guy falls over and that's the end. What's what's the point in that? Yeah. Don't do anything, don't do anything for him. Um, so, you know, we, we, we said no to that guy and, you know, it's ended up where we've got this, this fellow who's who is in the distance for Rudenko, um, so he's got to have some chin. Yeah. Um, and he's unbeaten. Uh, sorry, he's he's never been stopped. He's nine and two. He's recorded. Yeah. Um, and and he fancies it. He's coming to you know. He's coming to win. He, he's talking about fighting for a, 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 a WBO European title or something like that. He's after and things like that. So he he fancies it. So um, well, that's good, isn't it? That's it. You want a live yeah. fighter? Yeah, exactly. So he's gonna have a go now. He's not, listen, he's not gonna be a, a he's not a life and death fighter. Um, but it's an eight rounder. It's not, we're not topping Bill um, yeah. in an arena with this fight. We're, we're we're down the undercard a couple of hours before main event is. So it's an eight rounder, and that, it is what it is. It's about pricey going back out there. Um, so I'm not really. There will be, be people that want to um, slate it, but what do they expect? It's, it's an eight rounder down the undercard. If we were topping Bill, or if we were chief support, then I understand. Then of course, you're yeah. Not slagging off, but. You know, this this is part of the game. You don't you don't go in with a killer when you're coming off a um, a layoff and and, and, a, and a loss. So no, absolutely. It's a, it, like we've spoke about it before. It is about building that confidence. Yeah. How many yeah. Um, would you say that he's one, maybe two significant wins away then from maybe a, a, a decent shot? Maybe some. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, 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 I took it out there. Someone like Anthony Joshua. Yeah, yeah. He, he needs a, he needs a good win. Um, listen, the fight that we actually well, the fight that Price he asked for. And this tells you where his state of mind is was a guy, an Argentinian guy, that was something like 28 and 2, um, and he was good enough to have fought um, Ortiz in his last fight. Wow. Um, so, you know, it, it, even he was a live fight, um, and Pricey asked for him, and we did, and we asked for him, um, but it was, it's Pricey's uh, promoters, the Southerns, that said, no, leave that one for now, and uh, we'll get, you know, we'll get somebody else, they wanted somebody else. Probably so, costs too much money, man, that's what it is. <laughs> it, that's, that's, what, that's what it was, he yeah, wanted, yeah. he wanted, he wanted a lot of money, um, so you know, it's, it's we'll get this eight round right away, and then we'll have a step up. Um, it could be on the Joshua undercard or something. That'd or, be good. Or, or, yeah, it could be on the. It's about a time frame, really, because if we're going to have a, a significant step up, if they want us to have a significant step up, where it's got to be that win that gives us a, a, a shot at a, you know a Joshua. Um, then there's not much of a big window from this fight's next one because I've got to give him, you know, I'll be giving him like three days off yeah. for him to come back down. Then we go in and have a tick over it and we start again. And before you know it, there's two weeks and then it, and then it's a Joshua fight. Mm. Um, so it's not really a big window to prepare for a proper fight, um, like a proper championship fight. So it, it may be that bill or it may be moving to July, but um, we'd be looking after this one at a 12-round or, a, you know, an international title or something like that. Um, and then we'll see where we are after that. Exciting times, man. Looking forward to seeing him back here doing his thing on Sunday night. On to the main event. Obviously, it's uh, Tony's night. Huge opportunity for him to become world champion against Ilonga Makabu. Um... Is it has it been hard to keep him on the fight rather than the event because there's two totally different things there, isn't there? Yeah, no. What's it's it's not been hard when it's in the gym. Yeah, um, because he's very professional. He switches on and and, and that's it. Game game on. And every training session has been great. And every the last three weeks of sparring were were, were really really good. Um, where 
the things where he's, he's not been so good at in sparring beforehand, uh, you know, for all the previous fights where maybe he switches off or maybe he starts swinging rather than being calculated in his power punching, um, he used to do that and, and he's not been doing that for the last couple of weeks in sparring. So every attack, every time he's throwing, it's, it's with good technique and it's with speed and, and, and good accuracy rather than throwing bananas. Yeah. Um, so things like that are a massive plus because they're showing big improvements on his mental state because he's having the discipline mm. to, to, to keep with technique when he goes rather than just, just swinging them in. Um, so he's very, very focused. Um, the only thing is that, that, that um, he needs to get right now in the next few days is obviously, as this fight's got closer, more and more media work, more yeah. and more going here, there and everywhere, more and more uh, people on, on for tickets and things like that. So that's been an issue for me because he's not getting his rest enough away from uh, away from training that I would want him this week. And he's now, a people person, isn't he? You'll find it hard to it switch is, his phone off. You know, but this is it. And this is what I've had to say to him is, is I don't care whether he... He upsets people now. He's got to be selfish and, and, and say no and say, sorry, I can't do that now. I'll, you know, he's, yeah. he's got to do that because um, by by running here, there and everywhere and to do this and you want to do that for somebody or whatever, he's not, he, he end up on fight night, he can be a bit drained. Yeah. Um, and that's what he can't afford to do because he's done everything right in camp. So I don't want to blow it in the last couple of days coming up to a fight. So now I've, I've said to him, and, and myself and Gary, who's always with him as well, um, we've said to him, listen, now you do nothing. You've done this press conference today. Mm-hmm. You rest, you chill, you cut all that stuff off. Um, we turn up at the weigh-in on, on Saturday, do a couple of interviews that you have to do straight after the weigh-in, and then he's gone and that's it. And now, what I would what I would hope for is that people that are wanting tickets for the show, because we're still getting calls for tickets now. People that are wanting tickets now you know where Everton is. Yeah, go to Goodison. You know, you know it's good at Goodison. <laughs> yeah, get your tickets from Goodison. You know, go to, go down, get your tickets from them. That's all you need to do. Don't, you know, it's, it's, I know people like to get them off of Tony or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But now we've got, we've got to think about him winning this fight and getting his rest and his mind being on job. So I'd love for people now just to go to the box office, leave his phone alone and, and just, just leave, him to, leave him to prepare now for his, for his fight. Because... It's a huge night, and it's you know it's going to be a huge event, and we all want to enjoy it, but we all want we all want the right result at the end of it. Regarding the game plan, I don't need to give too much away, just in case uh, Ilunga Makabu, who's obviously a big fan of my show, mate, might be listening. Uh, yeah, well, it's, well <laughs> now, funny thing is, he's, he's actually he's actually got um, a British coach at the moment, so uh, <laughs> so he'll probably he'll probably be he'll be tu- he'll be, tu- he'll be tuned game- right in, yeah. Um, just yeah, the, ju- the ju- game, game plan quite simple is Bellingham's going to whack him on chin. Simple as that. Simple yeah. as that. Just on him, though, because yeah. he has got this impressive record of knocking kids out. I saw yeah, him on Monday. Yeah. He doesn't look that big, if I'm honest. So I'm guessing he's pretty decent technically. Mate, he's pretty. He's, he's, pr- good, yeah. he's pretty good at timing various uh, shots. So, but I have seen bits of him where he does switch off. He costs during yeah. fights. Is that yeah. a point for Tony to maybe stay patient? His time will yeah. come within the fight. Keep switched on. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be switched on at all time, big, both both attacking and 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 defending because. Macabre is very, very good. What he does is it, it lulls you into a false sense of security. Um, and, you know, these patches where he doesn't do anything, Macabre, um, it kind of, like, invites attacks. And, and in, in all his fights, he gets hit. 
and it's kind of like he's not bothered while he's getting it, and, and the fighter that he's fighting then gets a little bit excited, thinking, oh, hang on a minute, I've got this kid here, mm. starts opening up a bit too much, and maybe putting the foot down on pedal a little bit too long, and then in the meantime, he'll just pick out little body shots that take a lot out of you, let it take a lot of sting out of you. Um, and he's a fantastic body puncher. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we all know, you know, he's, he's got a fantastic left uppercut, um, uh, a great left hand to the head. He, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's very, very good attacking-wise. Um, but it does it does get it. And listen, if if he gives Bellew any free shots in this fight, he's liable to be flat on his back. Because, you know, it's one thing getting it and, and stung a little bit, off of people like um, Eric Fields and, and uh, Machuno, um, people like that. Um, but he's, I genuinely don't think he's fought anybody that's as that's as big and has the tools that are speed and power. I think he's fought guys that are big, but maybe a little bit slower, a bit cumbersome. Yeah. Uh, in Kucha, Kucha is a bit predictable. Yeah. A bit square. I mean, that's a, that's that is probably along with Machuno is probably his best win. Um, Kush is a very good fighter, but he is very Eastern European, square on, mm. slow, predictable what he's doing, upright, um, and and methodical with his own punches. Now, Bellew's got the size, but he's also got fast hands. People underrate how fast he, he can be. Mm. Um, and also, he's got power. And again, a lot of people like to say that he hasn't, you know, he, oh, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not really a big puncher. But he is, because he stepped up to cruiserweight and he's, he's banged people out of cruiserweight, be it early or be it late, you know? And, and, and I haven't seen him at any cruiserweight yet, whether they've gone the distance or not, where he's hit him and they've not, they've not had a reaction. Yeah. If he hits a cruiserweight on chip, they are getting a reaction. Whether they get knocked out, stopped, or carry on, they're getting hurt, you know? Um, and he's sure he can do that late on in a fight or early in a fight. Now, if he hits Macabu, who I've seen get hurt, then I'm telling you now, he's getting knocked out because Bellew can punch, and and if he if he hits him, hurts him, then he'll know and he'll go again and he'll go again. So you know, it, it, but the thing is, what he's got, what is very difficult in this fight is he's actually got to get into the position yeah. to to land these shots on him because it's not just a simple case of well, just just overpowering or whatever if that's what you think. Is is because Macabre's very good um, uh, offensively. And he's very, very dangerous. You can't just go in there and just think, right, I'm just going to use brute force, brute force. So he's got to be clever. He's got to, he's got to judge it right and, and be disciplined in his attacks. But what I'm saying is, if he lands his left up clean, or if he lands his straight and right and clean, clean, I will be very surprised if we don't see Macabre on his backside. Then the, you imagine the eruption, mate, in Goodison Park if that happens, my oh. friend. There'll be oh, something sorry. else. There'll be something else. Listen, you'll have to get them jazzy football boots on, pal. You might be able to get a game in. <laughs> <laughs> Top lad. Dave, I appreciate your time, mate, this evening. All the best. Rest up. Get him rested up and get him uh, peak performance ready for uh, Sunday night. We're looking forward to it. Take care, pal. Cheers, mate. See you later, mate. Bye. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Well, there you have it. Hopefully, you enjoyed that extra download that we've dished out. If you haven't heard the Tony Bellew interview, go and get it downloaded. Episode 15, this time it's for real. And on Sunday night, 29th of May, it really is for real. We wish him and all the boys that are on the card the very best of luck 
Fingers crossed they all come through it. And who knows, we just might have another world champion come Monday morning. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, therefore you never miss out on any exclusive content. Make sure you follow us on social media, at Fight Disciples on Twitter. We'll have more competitions lined up for you next week, because next week's special guest and competition prize giver is Liam Beefy Smith world champion thank you for listening if you like what you heard subscribe via itunes